reading to our little ones is a great opportunity for them to fall in love with words, to fall in love with language, and to continue to fall in love with their parents and caregivers all at the same time. You know, just as we talked about the role of experience in early neural connections, providing loving, enjoyable, engaging moments through sharing books and stories helps to literally wire your baby's brain for language and social, emotional, and literacy skills over time. Welcome to Ready for Reading, a United Through Reading podcast dedicated to helping military families grow stronger together through the magic of reading. I'm Josie Beats. One thing that never ceases to amaze me is the power of words in a baby's world. When my babies were little, I remember watching them watch me, imitating the sounds and mouth shapes I was making. It was like I could see their little brains developing right before my eyes. If learning about babies' brains is fascinating to you, too, you are going to love today's conversation with Dr. Dorinda Williams. Dorinda is an infant and early childhood mental health expert with Zero to Three, an incredible organization whose mission is to ensure that all babies and toddlers have a strong start in life. She's also a military spouse and has spent a lot of her career working with military families. Plus, she's the author of Over There, a book we love at United Through Reading and one I know many military families adore as well. Dorinda and I talk about how incredible babies' brains are, how important positive early experiences like reading are for small kids, and why she ended up writing her book Over There. We also discuss great books for our littlest military kids. I hope you enjoy it. I am so pleased to have with me today Dorinda Williams from Zero to Three. Dorinda, thank you so much for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit more about you and your background and the mission of Zero to Three? Of course. And thank you for having me today. This is a real privilege. I am director of military family projects at Zero to Three. And I'm a licensed clinical social worker with a PhD in social work. And of course, I have to say that I am a spouse of now a uh, retired Marine. And I've been honored to serve military connected families throughout my career, especially families with young children. I worked with the Family Advocacy Program and the New Parent Support Program across installations both CONUS and OCONUS. Altogether, I've been working with Zero to Three for over 13 years. I've also been on faculty at Georgetown University, where I did evaluative research and helped to integrate evidence-based models for strengthening early parent-child relationships into local systems of care. That's great. I want to talk a little bit about the new parent support program, because when I was uh, stationed at Fort Polk, Louisiana, which brings shivers sometimes to the spines of Army folk, um, (laughs) I had our first child there and the new parent support program came to check in on me. I was a fairly new military spouse, new mom, obviously. 
And it was such a wonderful experience. And they brought me this book called Baby 411 that was like Wikipedia for babies that was so good that I buy it for every expecting parent that I have. Because I feel like I was prepared for like going to the hospital and having the baby, but not prepared for taking the baby home. (laughs) Yes. So so, um, (laughs) I love to hear that you were involved in that. That's fantastic. It's such wonderful work. And it's, again, like such an honor to be able to be invited into a family's home and just, you know, work in partnership to support the family and, you know, their little ones. It's really a special program. Dorinda, tell me a little bit about the mission of Zero to Three and how your work integrates with that. Sure. I would love to talk about Zero to Three's mission because it's a good one. (laughs) I should say that Zero to Three, first of all, is a national nonprofit organization. And our mission is to ensure that all babies and toddlers have a strong start in life. And we address that through working and thinking about multiple focus areas that impact babies and toddlers through centers and initiatives and projects embedded in Zero to Three. And of course, our military family projects, which was stood up I think around 2003, in recognition of the stressors that military families were experiencing due to increased and prolonged deployments during a time of military conflict. So we continue to strive to do everything that Zero to Three does on behalf of young children and their families in general but also in the context of the culture and, you know, the unique challenges and the needs and, of course, the unique strengths in military life. And I <laughs> I have to say this, I'd really like to share what we call a go-to resource, huh. which is Babies on the Home Front. And that is a free app. For military-connected families and also with veterans with young children, it has a ton of information about parental self-care, caring for your child, supporting yourself and your child during military and pandemic-related change. And this app is available on the iTunes and Google Play stores in both English and Spanish. And it's available for iPhone and tablet. And again, it's free. Oh, that's fantastic. I just had to say that. (laughs) Free. What a wonderful free resource for new parents, new military parents. I love that you shared that, Dorinda. Thank you. Tell me a little bit more about what's happening in a child's brain during these early years and why it's so important to focus on this period? Well, that is such a great question. And I will start by saying, wow, (laughs) there is a lot that's happening in a child's brain during these early years. These are foundational years. 
In fact, neural connections in a young child's brain are multiplying fast and furious. Have you ever <laughs> watched a baby or toddler figuring something out? <laughs> It almost looks like they have smoke coming out of their ears. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a reason for that. Science shows that for children between birth and age three, there are one million neural connections made per second. So there is a lot of activity going during these stages. And what's really very important to know is that these early neural connections are highly influenced by early experiences. So, you know, as parents and caregivers of very young children, our emotionally nurturing interactions and our healthy relationships with our little ones can make a critically positive imprint on their early and foundational development that lasts a lifetime. That is a great segue, Dorinda, into my next question, which is, you know, explaining, you know, why should parents and caregivers read to children at such a young age? You know, we sometimes at United Through Reading get feedback from folks who don't want to participate in the program because they're like, well, my baby's six months old. Why do I need to read with them? Why is that important for me? Why is reading to your child important at such a young age? Reading to our little ones is a great opportunity for them to fall in love with words, to fall in love with language, and to continue to fall in love with their parents and caregivers all at the same time. You know, just as we talked about the role of experience and early neural connections, providing loving, enjoyable, engaging moments through sharing books and stories helps to literally wire your baby's brain for language and social emotional and literacy skills over time. So even if your baby isn't, you know, ready to tell you they're listening or they're too young to, you know, necessarily understand all of the words, they are absolutely loving your voice, the sound of your voice, your expressions, your cuddling together, laughing together, and the consistency and predictability of a cherished shared routine that will grow with your child's level of, you know, participation and their learning and skills over the days, the weeks, the months, and before you know it, you know, years. Stuart Ather has a great article on this subject, and it's titled Read Early and Often. It offers like some general guidelines for what types of books are a good fit from birth to three, and also tips for book sharing in the early years. We will be sure to put it in our show notes so folks can link right to it. Oh, great. Because it sounds wonderful. 
you know, last night as I was preparing to talk to you today, I was pulling some books out of our shelves since we're talking about book recommendations. And I didn't want to go any further without talking about the book Over There, which you authored for Military Families. I have my copy right here. I showed it to you earlier. (laughs) It's the one book, you know, my kids are 10 and 12. We haven't experienced a deployment in quite some time, thankfully. But it's one of those books that I just can't get rid of. I can't even give it. I always buy a new one for military families. <laughs> I cannot get rid of it. It's so important oh. to us as a family as it you know, helped my then two-year-old and one-year-old understand where daddy was for you know, seven, eight, nine months there way back when. Tell us a little bit about Over There and what brought you to it and the reaction you've had from families. Oh, of course. And thank you for, you know, using that book. Oh, listen, I was looking for all the resources I could find. So (laughs) I was so glad I found it. Well, that really speaks volumes to how caring you are, you know, with your little ones. So thank you. Yeah, you know, talk about a labor of love. I think there was some serendipity in play (laughs) during that time. My professional and personal experiences were nicely aligned for the development of those books. During that time, the deployment up tempo was particularly high with, you know, more frequent and extended separations going on. And our team at Zero to Three was developing a range of resources for young children and their families. And we thought that a book for parents and caregivers to support their little ones while their service member was away would be helpful. Well, at the same time, my own family was getting ready for my Marine husband's year away from home. And I had two young children, one of whom was um, 18 months old. And like so many military-connected families with young children, I wasn't sure how to find the words to talk about their daddy being away. And, you know, how would I be able to support them to stay emotionally connected with their daddy and him to them? And from my work, I knew that babies and toddlers might not be able to show their concerns confusion or other feelings in words, they are absorbing everything, all that's going on in their world and trying to understand and make meaning of what's happening. You know, I think it was the day after their dad left, my little one, I heard him, you know, kind of talking out loud and saying, Dada, no, Dada, no. You know, and I think he was kind of replicating what I was trying to tell him. And he was just trying to make sense of it. Oh, goodness. Yeah. And so, you know, as our own family adjusted to the separation over time, I took some of those simple words and messages that I had 
or I wished I had used, you know, in the moment with my own children to develop a kind of um, narrative for other young children and their families in order for them to at least begin to understand and cope with the separation, as well as to keep the away parent in the heart of their child and their child in the heart of their away parent. Well, it's a fantastic book. And if military families haven't run across it, highly encourage them to find it. And so it's a great recommendation for families. What other book recommendations do you have for parents of children in this age range, in this early, early stage? Yeah, actually, Zero to Three has another book, and it's called Home Again. We know that while having a parent return home can be a very joyful time, but it's also a big change for the whole family. You know, after changing our routines, our responsibilities and adjusting roles to accommodate the service member being away, well, now we have to navigate those changes all over again. And, you know, for young children who, like, as we said, you know, who are exquisitely sensitive to what's going on around them and dependent on routines to feel safe and settled, they might be feeling confused and unsure. And, you know, maybe even more so if babies or toddlers are experiencing separation anxiety or stranger anxiety, which is totally typical development during those years. So while some young children will be running to their returned parent, others might be running in the opposite direction or just, you know, really trying to cling to the parent or caregiver who had stayed with them home. So we developed a book for families to emotionally prepare for these, yes, happy, yet complicated reunions by sharing the reunion through the lens of the child, providing anticipatory guidance on both ends, and leveling expectations and offering, you know, the promise of a successful reunion with time, with patience, and sensitivity with one another. Before I forget, you know, by the way, both of those books, Over There and Home Again, are available at no cost through Military One Source. That is fantastic. That's our favorite word today, (laughs) Dorinda. Free. Free Free resources. I love that word too. (laughs) We've talked in other episodes of this podcast about, you know, making sure that military families know about the resources available to them. And so we take great pride in reminding folks, use these resources. They are free to you and they are free for a reason. They are because we want to support you and your families. I I absolutely love that. So over there and home again. Perfect. One more question for you. Sure. What do you want military families of young children to know? First of all, I would say, again, thank you for your service, you and your whole family. And then I would say, you know, parenting can be so amazing, so wonderful. 
and at the same parenting young children is hard. (laughs) Newsflash, right? (laughs) You know, even if you're not connected to the military. And I know firsthand that parenting young children in the context of the additional demands and sacrifices of military life can be even harder. So taking care of yourself is absolutely essential to caring for your little ones. And so, you know, think about it. What does caring for yourself look like to you? How can you designate moments for things like journaling, mindfulness, reading an enjoyable book to yourself, (laughs) talking with a dear friend, or talking with a professional counselor. Self-care is different for everyone. And fortunately, as we've been talking about, DOD has so many resources to help you to nurture yourself as you nurture your babies and toddlers. And once again, Military One Source is a great place to start. Well, thank you for that, Dorinda. That's wonderful, wonderful advice. A wonderful reminder for new parents. It's a wonderful reminder for us parents of older kids who sometimes forget (laughs) to be graceful with ourselves. Yes, yes. (laughs) It's just so incredible to think about how rapidly our babies are learning about the world. Thanks so much to Dr. Dorinda Williams for joining me on the show. As she mentioned, her books Over There and Home Again are both available for free through Military One Source. You can find links to order those books and to the other resources we discussed in the show notes, including the article Dorinda suggested called Read Early and Often. It has guidelines for finding books for early readers and reading with babies. Dorinda was kind enough to do a reading of her book over there for us, which you can hear after the show closes. One thing she pointed out is she's reading from the daddy version, but there's also a mommy version. Stay tuned to hear the full book read by the author herself. On behalf of United Through Reading, thank you to our military families. For more information on how you can start your reading routine with your family, go to utr.org podcast. On the next episode, you'll hear from my friend and the author and illustrator behind the ultra-popular graphic novel, Roller Girl. Victoria Jameson joins me to discuss how to pick books for kids and why graphic novels are a great choice. Ready for Reading is a podcast by United Through Reading, a nonprofit organization that's been connecting military families through the power of shared story time since 1989. This show was produced by Stacey Rain at Rain Communication, with editing by Sandra Levy-Smith. Thanks for listening. My daddy is away, and I miss him. He is not here right now. He is there. I do the same things here that he does there. I brush my teeth here. He brushes his teeth there. I play here. He plays there. I read books here. He reads books there. 
I eat lunch here. He eats lunch there. I go to bed here. He goes to bed there. I have family and friends who take care of me here. And my daddy has friends who help take care of him there. I think about my daddy here. My daddy thinks about me there. My daddy would like to be here with me, but he has very important work he must do there. Sometimes I feel sad or even mad because my daddy's not here. It's okay to feel that way. I like to look up at the moon here. I feel happy that my daddy looks up at the same moon there. I love my daddy. My daddy loves me here, there, and everywhere. My daddy is away, and I miss him, but he's always here in my heart. Thank you so much, Dorinda. It's such a wonderful book. We really appreciate you reading it to us, and we so appreciate you being with us today. It's been such an honor. Thank you. Thank you for spending this time with me.